Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host, each week, each and every week, Pastor Ken Keltner. I'm right here with you. From Brookside Baptist Church. Ken, how are you today? I'm doing great, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing doing well. So, how, we had one pastor awfully happy on Sunday. <laughs> huh? We sure did. He's just coming back from Denver. Just coming back from Denver. <laughs> Pastor Keith, congratulations. You got the one you were looking for. Oh, he was happy boy. He was really happy. Hey, I got to tell you a quick story. Uh, Dan Whitelaw, Pastor Dan Whitelaw, was uh, in studio uh, one week when you were gone. He is uh, one of the chaplains for the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I coached against his son when his son Aaron was at uh, Brown Deer. And he said, hey, uh, I'm going to Aaron's wedding, and, and uh, you know I'll talk to you when, when I get back. And he sent me a text. He said, I, I met a really good guy at this wedding that I think would be perfect for Faith in the Zone. His name is Randy Shepard, and he does a uh, ministry called Crossfire and utilizes basketball as a way all through the world, throughout the world, to, to open doors for him to go in and, and uh, talk to people about their faith and, and, and certainly talk about Jesus Christ. And Randy was out of town for a while, but we were lucky to have him get a couple couple minutes with him today. Uh, Randy Shepard from Crossfire Ministries. Hey, Randy, how are you today? I'm doing great, brother. It's so good to be with you guys. And the story was even a little bit more of a God thing than that. I was on the uh, Riverwalk in San Antonio with a friend of mine, and I, you know, tried not to sound too over-spiritual, but I do, like you men, like to pray every day, God, direct my footsteps, and I, there was a statue of Jesus, Jesus laying on a bench outside of a Catholic church, and uh, two African-American ladies were looking at it. So I walked up behind them with a chance to witness to them, and I said, who is that laying there? And uh, the lady said, oh, it's my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I said, Amen. And so I began to share with her about the ministry God's called me to. She said, you've got to meet my husband. He's up there on the bridge taking a picture of the Riverwalk. She said, he's the chaplain for the Milwaukee Bucks. So I walked up there and introduced myself. So we didn't meet at the wedding. We met on the streets of San Antonio. It was definitely <laughs> a God appointment. So praise the Lord. Hey, Pastor, this, this show's got you written all over it. It does. That's, it, yeah, it does. I, I have to tell you, so Randy. So when we get into missions. Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what pa- Pastor Ken would have walked right up to those ladies and probably asked the same question. I uh, I have so much respect for, for, for you guys that are able to, to do that with with the comfort of hey look I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna go and 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 pray quickly. The Lord just give me the words to talk to these guys and uh, and just go ahead and do it. Yeah, and, you know, the beauty of that, Mike, and Randy knows it, is the Lord leads us to the right people. I mean, going to go out tonight, try to talk to some folks, and... And Amen. I just can't. I just can't wait to see who the Lord brings us in contact with. And yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm. You know, we'll have to wait to get to heaven to see who all was listening to Faith in the Zone this week. But uh, I, I love it that um, you know you, God used you to open up this opportunity here in Milwaukee with Faith in the Zone. 
I appreciate that. Hey, Randy, I think what how we want to start this is, you're, and we want to keep it with one segment if we can, but your background uh, with the game of basketball, as we talked off the air a couple of days ago, is is pretty uh, pretty special. You've got uh, played at a high level, played college ball at uh, UNC Asheville in North Carolina, and you've utilized this game of basketball Certainly for uh, for for really good stuff. But can we talk about where you grew up and 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 your career in the game of basketball? Sure, brother. It'd be a blessing. Uh, I was born and raised here in Asheville, North Carolina, kind of in the Bible Belt and also in the uh, ACC basketball conference belt. And I grew up playing ball from about oh probably uh, twelve years old every day with a guy named Buzz Peterson. And when Buzz and I were, uh, I was 16 and Buzz was 17, we played on the same high school team. We went off to uh, Dean Smith's basketball camp in the summer of 1980. And about 400 campers checked into Granville Towers there in Chapel Hill and about probably from all five or six different states, all with the same goal in mind to to learn more basketball and uh we checked into our room, and in the room beside of us, with an adjoining bathroom, was two African-American guys. And one of them knocked on the door and came through about the time we'd got our clothes all in the drawer there and said, hey, I want to introduce myself to you. I'm Mike Jordan. Well, he wasn't even Michael Jordan then. He was Mike Jordan. He was 17. His best friend was 16. And they were from Wilmington, North Carolina. And Buzz and I had heard of Mike because uh, Carolina was recruiting Buzz as well as obviously Mike, but they were really more high on Buzz than they were on Mike. And it so happened, men, that, uh, which I believe is a God thing to this day, Michael and I got on the same team, and Buzz and Leroy were in a different gym because they have so many campers down there, and they bust out to different gyms. And uh, every night when I came in, Buzz would say, what about this Mike guy? And the first night I said, man, this guy can play. The second night I said, man, I think this guy can play for Carolina. The third night, I said, man, this guy may play in the league. And uh, didn't know anything about prophecy back then, Pastor, but it was kind of <laughs> prophetic, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, I got to ask you, Randy. Um, now, Buzz, uh, because I'm a big Oklahoma guy, Buzz coached at the University of Tulsa, right? He did. And yeah. the year that he won the NIT was his uh, only year at Tulsa. I got to fly to New York and speak to his team and the Alabama team when he played Mark Godfrey's Alabama team in the finals of the NIT. And, of course, Godfrey's in NC State now, and Buzz is with Michael with the Hornets. Yeah, I I remember watching him, and and, uh, when Marquette was looking for a coach, I was hoping that he was going to – they were going to try to get him because I really wanted to meet him because I'd heard – somehow I'd heard his testimony – and uh, how he came to the Lord, and so man, I was thinking, man, this be this be a great end if I can I can get him. But it was uh, instead they went the Duke route. Well, no, they went yeah, with yeah. Uh, they went with uh, Buzz, who's at West Virginia. Oh, Buzz uh, Williams. Buzz Williams. Yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. and then they I went to. That. And you know what? I hate to admit this, but I went over to Marquette thinking. I know this guy. This is Buzz Peterson, and it's Buzz Williams. <laughs> and I get yeah. over there, and I go, yeah, I'm a pastor, and that didn't really excite him any. And I thought, well, man, I, that Buzz Buzz Peterson, he'd be excited about that. <laughs> it was the wrong I, Buzz. It was the wrong Buzz. It's the wrong Buzz. <laughs> That's the right pastor. You know, Buzz Williams uh, was a guy that um, I think he talked the talk pretty well, and I'm hoping he's walking the walk. Yeah, well, good deal. I never got well, a chance to meet I, him. Uh, I met Buzz uh, up in West Virginia, or actually Virginia Tech, 
I was up there ministering in that area, and I had a buddy up there that took me on campus up there, and we were, he wanted to show me the basketball office and the football office. Well, it was the first day Buzz had moved into that office, and he was very busy. He had some recruits in, but I gave him one of our Crossfire Gospel tracks, and I asked him if he knew the Lord, and he told me he did. I haven't seen him since then, but... uh Anyway, we, we're crossing some of the same paths, Pastor. Yeah, he is at Virginia Tech. That is right. Yeah, yeah. you bet. Yeah. I got I got uh, Virginia right. Yeah, yes, you did. And Buzz. <laughs> at least Buzz was right. <laughs> the, the worst Buzz. Hey, how did you end up then at UNC uh, Asheville? I, I, I got a chance to go to Asheville a couple months ago, and what a beautiful city that is. Yes, Buzz and I were ball boys for UNC Asheville when we were growing up. And the coach at the time, there was a guy by the name of Jerry Green. And Buzz was very highly recruited. Uh, He was a McDonald's All-American, Parade All-American, Converse All-American. And I was recruited more on a a smaller level. And uh, my high school coach wanted me to go to North Carolina and walk on. But God gave me better sense than that. I wanted to go where I could play. (laughs) So I signed with uh, UNC Asheville and uh, played right in my hometown and – and uh, another one of my Buzz and I's teammates from uh, high school, Van Wilkins, we went there together, and Van and I played uh, four years of high school together and then four years of college together, and then uh, Buzz went on to Carolina, and I would go down on the weekends and hang out sometimes with he and Michael and got to build uh, that friendship with Michael over the years. Hey, uh, do you know where Brevard, North Carolina is? It's right It's right near Asheville. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I worked out. We play Bavard College every year, yeah. crossfire in an exhibition game, and we share the gospel with their team and their fans. We played them this year. Yeah, I worked at a camp there, uh, the Wild Youth Camp. In fact, we're. I keep telling Mike, is it is it Dan or Dave Dan Daniel Murphy that played second base for Dan. the Mets? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he supposedly uh, the story is that that's where he came to know the Lord was at that youth camp out right there in Brevard, North Carolina. I'm familiar with it. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm looking. I'm looking at your bio a little bit, doing some research, and uh, you know the 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 part of this. And and since we're talking about your basketball career, this first segment that jumped out is in the Crossfire ACC All Star Game Classic. Last twenty years, you've won the three point contest like ten times. Man, you better get yeah, up. I, uh, you, hey, you you better I come up to, to Wisconsin. Let's shoot. Come on. Cut. Hey, you and Pastor Ken. Hey. As soon as you invite me up there, I'm on the next plane. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, if we do yeah, a little three on three. Now, can you penetrate and kick? Oh, yeah. I okay. do it all. I'm not a leaper. I stay close to the ground. That's can, how I can yep. still play at 51. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, can you dribble in, take everybody with you, and then kick it to me or Mike for the three? Yeah, you know, cause that's, and then if you can play defense and rebound, you're our guy. You're the kind hey, of guy pastor, we want. Pastor, the, the scripture says it's more blessed to give than receive, so I've learned that principle. Yeah, amen. Yeah, on the basketball floor, I haven't really learned that principle, because I, I just like to catch and shoot, and then you play defense, rebound, and keep passing me the ball, and trust me, Pastor Ken, he'll tell you he's open. He's not open. Just come my way. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Hey, let's get to a quick break. On the other side of the break, we're going to kind of talk a little bit more about Crossfire Ministries, and, and they're just doing some great work, Pastor. I think you're going to be really impressed 
with the work that Randy is doing. As we talk to Randy Shepard from Crossfire Ministry, go to his website. It's Crossfire Ministry, uh, one word, crossfireministry.com. It's a really good website. You get a chance to look up a lot of stuff that they're doing. And and one of the parts that caught my attention was the testimonial page. He's got Dr. Tony Evans. Uh, the late Dr. Adrian Rogers, Michael Jordan, Buzz Peterson, and Al Wood. That, that's a three. That, I wouldn't play that three on a three-on-three tournament. Peterson, Jordan, and Al Wood. No chance. But you get a chance to, to read what they're saying about the work that Randy and his people are doing at Crossfire Ministry. Again, check that website out, crossfireministry.com. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. More now of Faith in the Zone. Discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. It's amazing what you learn about people during the break. It's just, it is amazing, Pastor Kent. Hey, our special guest uh, this show. I'm really excited. Uh, he he will he will be a good friend of ours from here on out. You can feel it. Randy Shepard, Crossfire Ministry. Again, go to CrossfireMinistry.com. And when you go to the website, just you know what? Spend some time on the website. It has some great material. And as we go through the show, if you feel led to wanting to help them out, there's a uh, a place on the website to be able to donate and help out Randy and the people at Crossfire Ministry with the work they're doing. Guys, this segment, I want to talk, Randy, a little bit about your testimony. And, and if we can kind of talk a little bit about uh, how old you were and, and uh, if you could share that testimony with us, that'd be great. Yes, sir. I would be happy to. Uh, and I give the Lord all the praise and glory. I was blessed to uh, be taken to church by my parents. And as a nine-year-old boy, uh, my pastor shared the gospel with me. And I repented of my sin as a nine-year-old, and I knew I had lied. I knew I'd been disobedient to mom and dad, and I received Christ as my Lord and Savior. And grades one through eight, I went to a Christian school, Asheville Christian Academy, where reading God's Word was just like math, social studies, and science, something I was doing every day, and I was growing in my walk with the Lord. But in the ninth grade, basketball, like a lot of young athletes today and older athletes, became my God, and I talked my parents into let me change from the Christian school to the public schools because I felt like I had a better chance of getting a scholarship there. And I tell young people today, that's not necessarily true. Uh, Dwight Howard played at a small Christian school in Atlanta with 250 students. So if God wants you to have a scholarship, he can bless you with one right where you're at. But I changed over in the ninth grade to public schools and Pastor, I realized that the scripture, 1 Corinthians 15:33, bad company corrupts good morals, is so true. And I didn't really hang out with any bad guys, but if we're honest, if a person doesn't know Jesus, the scripture says either we're a, we're a child of the Lord or we're a child of the enemy. And people can be good people and not know Christ. And so I hung out with some good guys, and basketball was number one. I went to church on Sunday, but looking at my watch, thinking, you know, when's Pastor going to wrap this up? i got to get home and play basketball. And I wasn't applying the Scripture to my life like I should have been. And so through high school, you know, basketball was number one. 
shared earlier, Buzz and I went off to Dean Smith's camp, 16 years old, and met Michael there, and uh, and basketball was still number one. I used to do all the Pistol Pete Maravich drills oh, yeah. when mm-hmm. I was a little boy, and I use those drills now when I speak, spend the ball on a toothbrush and brush my teeth, but now I talk about Jesus wants to clean your heart up, just like this toothbrush is going to clean my teeth, and then I use a spoon and say, taste and see, the Lord is good. Then I oh, hey, man, I love that verse. I love that verse. And says, go into all the world and preach the gospel. So got a scholarship to UNC Asheville in 1982. First couple years at UNCA were much the same. The reason I went to class was because of basketball. And high school, I stayed away from alcohol and drugs because of basketball. But as a believer, I should have been staying away from it because the Bible says that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. and uh, But I compromised, unfortunately, like some uh, young Christians have, got with the wrong crowd, made some not-so-good choices. And, you know, God loves us so much, Brother Mike and Pastor, that he will discipline us. And yeah. I tell young people today, you know, my daddy is in heaven now, but my daddy didn't believe in time out. My daddy believed in time in. And that's when he took that leather strap that held his pants up and he would put it on the seat of knowledge to get my attention when I was disobedient. Yeah, he wore so out I your way. Young people. Yeah, he... I said with young people in Hebrews 12, uh, our Lord does the same. Not that he's a cosmic cop, but he loves us so much that he will get our attention because he loves us and we're his children. And my junior year, we were playing in a game, UNC Asheville against Gardner Webb University, and I was a starting point guard and. A guy had asked me a few days before on campus, he said, Randy, how's your walk with the Lord going? And I lied to him. I said, oh, it's going great. But in my heart of hearts, I knew that it wasn't. And I knew God had sent that guy across my path. And he went on to ask me this question that I use now when I share with folks. He said, Randy, if you were to die today and stand before God, and he were to say, why should I let you into heaven? What would you say to him? And, uh, you know, I grew up in the Word and the Scripture, but I had gotten away from the Lord, and I really began to think about that. And, you know, like you, Pastor, I don't believe that we can lose our salvation, but the question is, if we can get off the path and not be convicted, will the Lord not use something to get our attention, then we need to check and see if we really knew the Lord to begin with. Mm -hmm. And so I had an injury in a ball game about three days after that. I got sucker punched in a team fight. And ironically, the guy that started Crossfire with me 23 years ago, Jamie Johnson, he was a pastor's son, like your boys, and he walked with the Lord, and he hadn't got off the path. Well, he was on scholarship at Gardner-Webb, and we had played against each other in junior high, high school, and college. And I tell folks now, when that team fight broke out, he was probably the only one trying to break it up. And from that sucker punch that I got there on the court, the team doctor wouldn't let me go back in the game, and... uh I really got under conviction, and about four days later on my knees in my dorm room at UNC Asheville, I said, Lord, I don't know if I really meant that when I was nine years old, because I haven't been walking with you, but I mean it now, and I want to nail it down, as Adrian Rogers would say, I want to know that I know that I know that you're in my heart, and I I prayed a prayer of repentance, and you got up off my knees, and I tell young people, and that made all my problems go away, right? And then I tell them wrong. In this life, we're going to have tough times, but that's how I came back to the Lord, and through that, uh, the enemy really came against me, and uh, I went through a real deep depression and deep anxiety, and even as a Christian, got to the point of contemplating suicide where I had to leave the team 
And I went to a clinic in Richardson, Texas called the Minnows Meyer Clinic, which was totally Christ-based, Christian doctors, Christian nurses, and it was for folks that were dealing with depression or anxiety. And in the mid-'80s, that was kind of taboo. Now, you know, we all... We all need a counselor if we're just honest, but most of us are too probable to admit it. But <laughs> I made a lot of progress there, eight, eight weeks in Dallas, Texas. I came back. I redshirted that year, 1986, and then came back the next year as co-captain of the team at UNC Asheville. And I was a different person. You know, I threw away all the music I was listening to that didn't glorify the Lord. I put alcohol down, and Lord of God hadn't touched it since, and I made a commitment that, Lord, I'm going to be pure until uh, I get married. And by God's grace, I've been able to keep that. And uh, and then God called me into ministry in 1988. And since then, I've been to 65 countries, 45 states, and just get to serve the Lord and, and play basketball. And there's nothing better than that. So that's kind of my story, and I give the praise and glory and honor to God. What you think of that, Pastor? <laughs> How awesome is that? Yeah, I love it. Hello. Man, we are talking to Randy Shepard from Crossfire Ministry. You know, Randy, that's a great testimony. And, and uh, boy, I can see people on the edge of their seat when, when you're out and about and, and doing the stuff that you do, uh, listening to that, because that's about as, as honest a testimony as you're going to find. Mm-hmm. And I t- and I told Randy this, that, um, you know, I've said it on the show a lot, there are some guys that the worst thing they've ever done was steal a candy bar. That, that we've had on the show. And then there's, the, you know, Pastor Daryl Strawberry and guys like me that, you know, we're at the other end of the spectrum. And if the Lord is is willing to accept uh, guys like us and, and, and you know, he, I'm just telling you, if you're searching, he's there, man. And yeah. it's awesome yeah. to hear to hear a uh, testimony like that from Randy Shepard. Yeah, we love hearing how the journey of faith began for people, and and they're all so unique, Randy. And uh, I appreciate you sharing that. And and God's been using you. You know, obviously, uh, you, you you talked a little bit about it, and been in forty five states. You know, with uh, your ministry with basketball. And I mean, you are so right. I mean, basketball or sports or soccer or whatever they're playing you you roll the ball ball out there and i mean you can get a crowd and then all of a sudden you can start talking to folks and what what if we've done quite a bit just with our church you know we'll you know we'll take kids over and we'll make them even if they're not ball players we'll make them get out there and play some ball because that opens up doors uh what what have you been able to do on the international side of of ministry well pastor uh we've been to 65 countries i've been to four olympics where i was served as a chaplain and did street ministry as i mentioned to you earlier I, you spin the ball on a toothbrush or on a spoon or on a cell phone people will gather around and then uh you share the gospel with them i do some pistol pete maravich drills and uh but we've been to, uh, we've been to africa we've been to russia we've been to cuba we've been to Australia, been to Greece, I've been to Israel 19 times, I have a relationship now where I speak in a school in Nazareth and in Bethlehem, and about four months ago on the Sea of Galilee, right? Uh, I've been there, right I've been the there. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did. The, got, got the ball out and started spinning it, and most people, they won't go to it with you and I to Israel after they hear this, but uh, I was sharing the gospel with some Muslims right there by the Sea of Galilee, and they would listen because I had a silly basketball spinning on a toothbrush. And if I walked up with a suit and tie on and a big, thick Bible, which I do sometimes, they definitely wouldn't listen to that. So that ball, as the Apostle Paul said, to use 
all means necessary to win some. So if you're listening today and you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a businessman, you're a business lady, you're an electrician, you're a plumber, or you may work at Walmart, wherever God has put you, he's put you there to be a light to the world, to be a salt to the earth, and you will reach people for Christ that pastor could never reach and that I could never reach. Boy, that's... uh... That's awesome. You know, when when you go, um, first of all, what's your staff like, Randy? How many how many uh, people do you bring? Do you bring basketball players with you uh, to these different countries? We do on some trips. Uh, Jamie Johnson, who I mentioned earlier, that was on the team at Gardner Webb. There, when I went with uh, Spirit Express in 1988 and got to sit under Dr. Adrian Rogers there in Memphis for four years, Jamie saw how the Lord was working in my life and using me, I would come back to Asheville and I started my own basketball camp here. And then we would come back and play UNC Asheville and Western Carolina and share the gospel at halftime. Jamie said, man, I'd really like to do something like that. So he came with Spirit Express for a year. And then in 1993, we came back to Asheville and started Crossfire. So Jamie and I are full-time. We have a full-time administrative assistant. And then we have about 80 athletes that are all born again, basketball players that have played on Division Three, Division II, NAIA. Some have played Major Division One that we can call on across the country. And uh, next week, Tuesday, we're taking a men's softball team to Nicaragua. Hey, hey, but in, in, hey hold on yep. a second. We got a guy from our church going to that, Bruce Burry. Bruce Burry is on the crossfire team that started in, uh, in, uh, in your area because they heard about Crossfire, and they started the softball team. I was with Bruce last year in Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah. I he, know Bruce. Yeah, he's getting, ready, Bruce. he's getting ready to head out. We were just praying like crazy. There were 1,100 Bibles that got stuck in Nicaragua or something, and he said, he said we, uh, we need to get those out So, because you guys are going where, Costa Rica? No, we're going to Nicaragua. Well, they, we're going okay. to Nicaragua. Okay, so yeah. they got stuck maybe but in Bruce, Costa Rica. Bruce, Bruce was on the trip last year, I remember, and I was going to ask you at the end of the – our conversation here, if you knew these guys, because yeah. they're uh, – so that's a small world. Yeah, hey, he, world. he, he, so he run... Normally we take basketball, but this time we're doing a softball trip because we have a softball team here locally, and then they started a team in Wisconsin based on the same premise of Crossfire. Yeah, and uh, he, he coached our uh, – church team when i played i i struck out a couple times so i quit playing but uh <laughs> he, was he coaching yeah he was coaching yeah he put you put you at second base and always put on together. the hit and run sign on he, for you he put the lineup together he should move me up that lineup a little bit <laughs> hey, i don't think I'll work hey, on him this week for hey, you, hey randy i don't hey i don't think you should let him go he should have moved me up the lineup i was hitting about 800 in that church league and he had me hitting like ninth or something yeah he always wanted mike to hit and run <laughs> yeah, oh yeah to hit and yeah. then try to run that's what he was thinking yeah. wow what it is small a small world, world. Hey, guys, let's get to a break. The other side of the break, I want to talk to you a little bit about your basketball camps and just some of the other things that you're doing uh, for Crossfire Ministry. Our special guest the entire hour is Randy Shepard. He is uh, cr- with Crossfire Ministry. Would you be the president and co-founder? What's your title there, Randy? Yes, I'm the president and the co-founder, and then Jamie's uh, co-founder, vice president, just for uh, administrative reasons, but we're we're great friends and we're bookends and he has gifts that I don't have so but I'm officially the president. 
Beautiful. Randy Shepard, the president and co-founder of Crossfire Ministry. Again, if if you are being led, go to crossfireministry.com to get more information. It's one word, crossfireministry.com. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brain Balance of Mequon. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. I'm just trying to get a word in today. Uh, not me. I, I just want to listen to Randy. I got to be honest with you. Uh, well, I he gets me you. going, man. I, I love it. Yeah, he's awesome. Randy Shepard, the president and co-founder of Crossfire Ministry. I can tell you right now, this will not be the only time that he's on this show. There's, yeah. there's no there's no doubt we will have him back. Go to CrossfireMinistry.com. And take a look at that website if you get a chance. Hey, uh, Randy, can we talk a little bit about uh, the basketball camp outreach that you guys do? You started in 1993 and kind of combined your camp with the ministry. And, and I know that there's a lot of those out there. Some do it really well. I think some are trying to do it well. And and if we could talk a little bit about your basketball camp that, that you do here in the United States, um, how did that how did that start? And let's talk a little bit about the way you guys approach that. Yes, sir. I uh, growing up, I went to North Carolina camp. I went to Tennessee camp, uh, NC State camp, Wake Forest camp. And if you heard the name of Jesus mentioned, it was usually being taken in vain. And when the Lord got a hold of my life, and I graduated from UNC Asheville, I went with Spirit Express, as we mentioned earlier. I began to pray, Lord, I'd like to have a camp in Asheville where I could teach young men and young women basketball, but more importantly, share God's Word with them. So I was raising my support just like a missionary then and was praying about it, hadn't really told anyone. I was in a businessman's home, and there were seven or eight businessmen there that I'd shared the ministry of Spirit Express with and how I was funded and supported and so forth. And So a guy came up afterwards, and he said, Randy, I can't help you financially with your support, but if you ever want to have a camp in Asheville, you can use our facility, Asheville Christian Academy. And I said, well, brother, I went to school there through the eighth grade, and you probably didn't know that because I've been gone from there a long time, and he was a new principal. And he said, uh, well, that's wonderful. So I kept praying, and a few days later I got a call from a printer who I'd went to high school with, and he said, uh, Randy, if you ever need any printing, I've been watching your life, your ministry. I want to help you out. And me and that was such an answer to prayer because I didn't have any money for printing. And so they printed the posters. They printed the the uh, Randy Shepard basketball camp flyer the first year because I, I was with Spirit Express in Memphis then, so I just called it my name. And I said, man, if, if one boy comes to the camp, gives his life to Christ, and learns some basketball, it'll be a success. I said, but we're going to set a goal for 100 boys. And we put the information all out through Western North Carolina. And glory to God, by the deadline, there were 170 boys signed up with 35 on the waiting list. And glory to God, over 100 boys gave their life to Christ that summer. Mm -hmm. So some mama started calling the next summer and said, when are you going to have a girls' camp? So I said, well, we'll pray about it. So we had a girls' camp. 
summer number two, we had 65 girls and 240 boys. And glory to God, I couldn't have done this if I would have tried. It's a God thing. We've had over uh, 15,000 boys and girls ages 6 to 17 come through in 25 years. This will be our 26th year. Hey, Randy, and let me let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. Do they come from all over the U.S.? I mean, is there housing there oh, for oh, them yeah. or what? Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. Yeah, we have an overnight camp that we do uh, at Morris Hill University. We have one week of overnight camp. It'll be the third week of July. They come in on a Sunday afternoon. They stay with us through Thursday evening, and we end with a parent program because we want to share the gospel with the parents as well. Some of the kids' parents may not know the Lord, but... Man, I believe I've worked Michael Jordan's camp. I've worked Brad Darty's camp. I've been to a lot of camps, and I believe we can teach them as much about basketball. But more importantly, we have uh, godly speakers coming every day. We have a service right after lunch, and then we watch Christian movies at night, like The Pistol and mm-hmm. and uh, other Christian movies that have come out. And we share the gospel with them twice a day. Those kids that already know the Lord. We're building into their lives and discipling, but I stress the fundamentals at the camp because you go watch AAU ball today. You men know this. Mm. There's a lot of run and gun. And Buzz told me, who's coached Division One for years, and I don't agree with Kobe Bryant on everything, but Kobe Bryant says AAU ball, in his opinion, has ruined basketball. And I wouldn't go that far, but you don't get a lot of the fundamentals. So we give them the fundamentals. Plus, we give them five-on-five, three-on-three competition, and more importantly, we bring in godly speakers along with our staff who are all sold out to the Lord. So that overnight camp is the third week of uh, July every year. We do have half-day options and full-day options for the people in western North Carolina. So, But it's totally Christ-centered, and if a guy's not walking the walk and talking the talk, then um, he won't be able to uh, be on our staff at camp. We've, we've held to that principle. And God has honored it, and we've had uh, kids come from Egypt to camp. We've had Bahamas, California, Texas, all over as, as God gets the word out. And uh, we also give scholarships to single-parent kids who may not be able to afford a camp. Uh, the Lord allows us to raise about $50,000 every summer where we give scholarships to uh, single-parent kids to our half-day, full-day, and overnight. And uh, it's called Crossfire Basketball Camps. And I just give the praise and glory to the Lord, man. You know, uh, I wish I would have known. I, you know, I, we, we, I, my wife and I have four boys. They all played basketball in college, and I got one right now playing. Playing, I got to brag on him a little bit. They're they're the 15th ranked team in the nation in D3 right now, Lancaster awesome. Lancaster awesome. Bible College. But um, uh, I I never even heard of your camp. So the one that we hear up here often is a Point Guard College. So I sent them to Point Guard College, but. You know, right. I would I would have much rather had them where they're, you know, spending some time in the Word too while they're working on basketball. Oh, yeah. So, yes, sir. I, that yes, is awesome sir. to hear, Randy. I tell you what, uh, we can get the word out on that, man. Randy, your camps? Uh, do you take that camp throughout the country? Or is that your North Carolina camp? We we will. We've done it in Alaska. We do one, uh, which is a blessing. You don't always get to go to the Cayman Islands, but they invited us to come to Cayman. We do a camp there every summer. So we, there's only so many weeks in the summer, so we do about five weeks here, and then we have an inner-city camp where we run the buses through the inner city, pick the kids up, bring them to the gym, totally free, teach them ball, share the gospel with them. So we are open to go other places if there's time. What we do sometimes, and maybe it'll work out, Pastor, to do something like that in your area, we do what's called a crossfire weekend 
We would do a basketball clinic on a Saturday, maybe a youth rally on a uh, Friday night, preaching, Jamie and I preaching one church Sunday morning. If there's another church in your area that would open the pulpit, then uh, he would preach in a church. I would preach in a church, and we kind of call that a crossfire weekend where we do a basketball clinic, a youth rally, and preaching churches. So we do that a lot, but we're open to bring the camp to different places. It's just a matter of having the time in the summer to do it because of our regular commitments here. Mm, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. We need to. Uh, Randy needs to get to Wisconsin. Yeah, we need to get him. Uh, get him up. We're, here. Look, we're looking. We're looking at a youth guy right now from uh, from Raleigh. Um, okay. Eight, eight years. Right. Uh, he's a baseball player, I think, but he's he loves athletics, and uh, so we get a awesome. because. Uh, you know, I'm working Pastor Steve too hard as it is right now. Yeah. Yes, so, you are. You look so, tired Sunday. Yeah. So I need, uh, man, we get that going. Man, you better believe. You better believe we want to reach out. Yeah, that's Amen. awesome. Hey, Randy, when uh, when you're doing those camps and and you've got uh, kids looking at you as you as you're you're preaching, has has it gotten easier reaching these kids over the years? Has it is it about the same or has it gotten more difficult? over the years. What's your feeling on that? Yeah, I think it's about the same. I mean, uh, when the three of us were in school, you know, there was a lot of temptation and uh, same old enemy. But I think today, you know, as we get closer to, you know, I'm not an end-time predictor, but Paul was looking for the second coming 2,000 years ago. And we can look at uh, what's going on in our world today and take the Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other, and it it sure seems to me like uh, things are getting worse. So I think the temptations are greater for young people today, but we address the issues that they're facing. You know, the high school group, we talk about the alcohol, we talk about the drugs, we talk about the sex outside of marriage, and we tell them exactly what God's Word says. And then those of us that are uh, working the camp, you know, we're seeking to live the life, and we're saying, hey, uh, if you messed up like I did 25 years ago, you can uh, repent and you can stay pure until you get married. Or Jamie, my ministry partner, his testimony was like you said earlier, uh, Brother Mike, he never drank, he never smoked, he kept himself pure until he was married at 45, but that won't get him into heaven. He's still got to come through Jesus because we're all sinners. So we deal with all the issues, and uh, and I think to answer your question that, Things may be a little tougher these days with all that's out there today and uh, all the the temptation, but you know the, we've got the word and and the Lord uh, the Lord's word will not return void. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Hey, Randy, when you talk to these kids, um, let them let them know that the social media part of this we we had on a high school football coaches show that I do uh, a few months ago. We had a guy on from Southern Mississippi. He's an assistant coach, and his whole job was to track their recruits and watch how they handle themselves in social media. And he said on a Thursday or Friday, he would get the list from a coach of about 45 players throughout the country that they're looking at. And it was his job over the weekend to then find out what they're about, find out what they're they're, they're doing on Facebook, what they're doing um, in, in their Twitter account. And he said, you know, some of these kids think they're slick, they, they have one account that shows them at church, and they have another account that shows them at the party the night before church. He said, I'm good enough to find both accounts. <laughs> and awesome. so by, I like that. That's, yeah, good. That's good to know. Yeah, I will share that. To please do. He said by the end of the weekend, he would have whittled that, that number 45 down to about 12. 
He I said, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of sad, to be honest with you. He said, you can tell these kids this stuff. He said, but, but this is really going on. And when they're looking to play at the next level, it's not just now us talking to the teachers or talking to the parents or talking to their friends. It's us finding out what these guys are all about wow. in, in, mm-hmm. on the social side of it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that, that one of the reasons I asked you that question is, is I think with, with all of that going on, and as a high school basketball coach, boy, it's harder and harder to get kids' attention, I think. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You're exactly right. Hey, Pastor, uh, Randy Shepard's everything I told you he was going to be. And that's yeah. so. Yeah. He's yeah. Uh, no doubt. What, what, I love, what I love, too, Randy, what you do besides just basketball, and I'm sure you do a great job with that, is – you know the the whole young man that you're you're talking to that the, you know including the spiritual aspect and and their need of a savior and uh, I just um, Sunday uh, I had a quote about John Wooden someone asked John Wooden uh, young coach said um, coach Wooden what what do I need to do to be a successful basketball coach and he said I'm gonna tell you right now you don't you just don't coach young men to play basketball you coach young men about life and Amen. that that really kind of sums up what you guys are doing and. And um, I look forward to for, I look forward to meeting you, Randy. And uh, uh, I'm I'm excited about that weekend scenario that you have. And uh, crossfire weekend, yeah, we could, uh, you know, let let us get let us get some things established here uh, with our youth our youth guy. And uh, man, we'd love to love to look at something like that with you. I love your passion, and I don't know if you've listened to any of our past broadcasts. Aaron Campman, Don Beebe, um, had some a number of guys on. Um, uh, bullpen catcher for the uh, AJ Ellis. And, no, uh, and for the Brewers. Marcus Hannell. Yeah, Marcus Hannell. I mean, just great testimonies and guys on awesome. fire for the Lord. Tony Dungy, you know, came on. Mark oh, yeah. Mark Jackson. We had Mark Jackson on. What a testimony Mark Jackson gave. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, um, we we love it, and we love. I always tell Mike, everybody we have on has a story, has has their journey, how God worked, and how they came to Christ. Well, and, I I have to thank Pastor Dan Whitelaw from up uh, in this neck of the woods. He uh he came on. We had a great show, and and for him then to talk to you and reach out to me and say, look, this is a guy that'd be great for your show. I just have to thank him and and uh, his willingness to help us out here on Faith in the Zone. You know, Randy said one of the harder parts about doing the show sometimes is finding guests that'll come on and get up on the mountaintop with us. And I really appreciate your willingness to do that. Well, praise the Lord, buddy. I'm I'm willing anytime and. Uh... I'm just humbled that you guys uh, that you guys would want us on, and it's a blessing to know that you're doing that in that area. And Jamie and I'll be praying for your station that many will listen and hear, and uh, hopefully we can get up there and uh, spend some time with you guys. Man, I look forward to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll take you out to lunch, Michael. Bye. Hey, sounds great. <laughs> really? We'll go play two. We'll go play some ball. Beat each other up, then we'll go eat. How yeah, you know what? <laughs> thirty-three. We'll play thirty-three. I'm taking Randy on my team. You, you get somebody else. I'm taking Shepard. I got Shep. See, I'm going with that nickname. I got Shep. Hey, let's. Uh, we'll get to break again. Go to CrossfireMinistry.com. Randy Shepard, president and co-founder of Crossfire Ministry. Keep up the fight, brother. Amen, brother. You too. Yeah. Someone Thank told someone told me keep pressing on for the king. There you go. That's uh, that's it, Randy Shepard. Uh, again, thank you so much. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 
Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. That's good. That was really good, Mike. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. When we go to a break and I have to get out of here, then you will not stop talking to Randy Shepard. He's and you know what? I don't blame you. How uh, good of a guy is that? Oh uh, yeah. God. I mean, well, he's authentic. You know, Pastor Dan Whitelaw. Thank it, you so much yeah, for this. It's it's real. I mean, you you, you want to meet people that that what they they claim is backed up by how they live. You know, and and you can tell with Randy that's the truth. Yeah, there's no doubt, and he, you know, he, I love the fact that he has so much passion. I don't know. Where he gets the time to do all the stuff that he's doing, but he certainly is doing a lot of things. And and uh, this this game of basketball that at times we you know we just say, oh, you know, I played a little basketball, I coached a little basketball. This has been his method and his mm, platform, yeah, and it's worked out very well for for all, for all of them. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. And, I mean, just think. I mean, so there's Randy's. How many guys have we talked to that that's their ministry? I mean, tell me a lot sports. Is not a huge platform to give the gospel, you know. Yeah. And I, I sometimes I don't understand when people, you know, aren't, aren't in favor of that or they don't want to do that. I, I just see it, man. It's kids, you know, kids, kids. Really, I mean, it might it might be changing, Mike, because I mean, there's less and less kids that get off the couch and go out and play some ball. But I'm t- well. You listen to the numbers that uh, that Randy talked about again. He was. Crossfire Ministry. I uh, go to crossfireministry.com and uh if nothing else send Randy Shepard a note and and say hey keep up the fight keep up the good work and if you're led there's a place that you can uh, donate some money uh, to his ministry and I know they can use it because it's uh it's always a challenge out there but if you look at the numbers when 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 he talks about you know 13,000 young people um have come through his camps that's a huge number, and these kids are are going there with their eyes wide open. They know why mm-hmm. they're going there. Mm-hmm. They're going there for two reasons: one, they're gonna they're gonna learn, you know, maybe some fundamentals, get a chance to play at a high level when it comes to basketball. But they know going in that they're also gonna hear a message. They're gonna hear the Bible, and uh, I mean, we're I mean, we're, they're not gonna hear that at school, really. Yeah, not I, not I mean, all schools, not, some yeah, schools, but yeah, not all of them. If they're not going to church, I mean, they're not. They're not hearing that, and uh, what what a great opportunity. And plus, they do so much with inner city. I mean, did you hear what he said? He said, we give those kids, fr- they come free. Right. He said they take the bus down they and take pick the bus up and kids. pick them up. Yep. I mean, what, can you imagine if you did that in Milwaukee? Yeah, it'd be incredible. I mean, you'd be... have thousands of kids because, I mean, what an opportunity. Right. And I mean, ah. You know, I got to tell you, as we talked to Randy Shepard, I kept thinking about your four boys. And, and, you know, I know they're all busy and they're they they've going out with their life and they've got a lot of great things going on, but man, I I think that you should reach out to Randy or have, mm-hmm. you know, maybe him reach out to to, to your sons and say, hey, look, do you want to take a trip? Because they they would fit in perfect with this group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
<laughs> and we got a guy in our church going on their softball. I mean, can you believe that? Isn't that funny? <laughs> Bruce Murray. Yeah, well, I as long as as long as customs doesn't check that bat he's bringing. Because, man, I'm telling you, the way the ball jumps off his bat, there's something in there. There's something, there's something illegal in that bat. When it happens, Bruce, don't say, hey, call Brookside Baptist Church. You leave us out of it. You leave us out of it. Hey, Pastor, as always, it's... Uh, it's a pleasure to yeah, see you. Yeah, Mike. Good seeing you. Thanks for setting all this up. You do a great job with it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me.